This video is brought to you by NordVPN. Today, Israel clashes with the US over calls for a sovereign Palestinian state. The European Parliament looks to sue the European Commission, and NATO prepares for its largest exercise since the Cold War. From TLDR News, this is your daily briefing for Friday 19th of January 2024. Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu has publicly rejected calls for the eventual establishment of an independent Palestinian state. Speaking at a press conference, Netanyahu said, in any arrangement in the foreseeable future, with an arrangement or without one, Israel must have security control over all the territory west of the Jordan River. That, for viewers who don't know, includes both Palestinian territories, the West Bank, and the Gaza Strip. Netanyahu added, this clashes with the idea of sovereignty, what can you do? This statement doesn't really reveal anything new about Netanyahu's position on Palestine, given his long political career, but it has put him at direct odds with Israel's staunchest ally, the United States. His comments come just days after US Secretary of State Anthony Blinken said that Israel cannot achieve genuine security without a pathway to a Palestinian state. Rebuffing this statement, Netanyahu said, I told the truth to our friends, the Americans, and I also blocked the attempt to impose a reality that would harm Israel's security. The Prime Minister needs to be able to say no, even to our best friends. In response to Netanyahu's latest comments, the White House's national security spokesperson said, we obviously see it differently. On top of this disagreement, the Biden administration has been increasingly vocal about the need for Israel to scale back its military offensive in Gaza. But this has also been rejected by the Israeli government. Prime Minister Netanyahu vowed that Israel will not settle for anything short of an absolute victory. There is reportedly a growing divide in the Israeli government over its strategy for rescuing the more than 130 hostages still held by Hamas in Gaza, with some arguing that a ceasefire is the only way to secure the release of the hostages, which they say should be the priority. For Netanyahu, whose popularity has been in freefall since the October 7th attack, his political survival seems to be tied to the war, which he has said will continue for many months. In related news, under a deal mediated by Qatar, medicine is being sent to Israeli hostages being held by Hamas in exchange for greater humanitarian aid being let into Gaza. UN officials say that though there hasn't been an official declaration, famine is already taking place in parts of Gaza, meaning more aid is desperately needed. There's more on the way, but be sure to subscribe and ring the bell to make the daily briefing part of your daily routine. Or just search for us on your podcast app to listen along. The EU may be taking itself to court over the contentious transfer of 10 billion euros to Hungary last December. The European Parliament has thrown allegations that the Hungarian Prime Minister Viktor Orban blackmailed the European Commission to secure the 10 billion euros in exchange for his approval on commencing Ukraine's membership talks. As a result, the Parliament wants to verify if the Commission substantially safeguarded the EU's financial interests in its interactions with Orban, and whether Hungary even met the rule of law requirements to receive the funds. The Commission's president, Ursula von der Leyen, has defended the approval of the funds last December, stating Hungary had in fact made developments to comply with the rules. Parliament, however, is not convinced. It's a case of violating what's called the rule of law conditionality regulation. This regulation permits the EU to suspend funds from the EU budget, in the case of which a member country's poor rule of law poses a serious risk to the EU's financial interests. Hungary actually asked the EU's Court of Justice to annul this regulation when it came into place in 2021. Their complaint, however, was dismissed by the court. Then a couple of months later, a similar inter-institutional battle unfolded. Parliament sued the Commission for not enforcing the conditionality regulation on Poland and Hungary.
In military news, NATO will carry out its largest military exercise since the Cold War, involving around 90,000 troops, the alliance's top commander has said. The drills titled Steadfast Defender 2024 will rehearse NATO's ability to rapidly deploy forces from North America and other parts of the alliance to reinforce the defense of Europe and will occur during a simulated emergency conflict scenario with an unarmed near-peer adversary. The drills will be the largest since Reforger, which was held in 1988 with some 125,000 participants. More recently, in 2018, Exercise Trident Juncture involved 50,000 troops. Upwards of 1,100 combat vehicles will take place in the upcoming trials, plus at least 80 fighter jets, helicopters and drones, and more than 50 ships. Around 90,000 troops, with all 31 NATO allies, plus Sweden, will participate in the drills, which start next week and will run through May. Training locations include Poland, Germany, and the Free Baltic States. It reflects NATO's reassessment and reconfiguration since Russia invaded Ukraine in 2022, prompting the military alliance to draw up its first large-scale defence plans for decades. In other news, this week Russia was hit by a wave of civil unrest. 1,500 kilometres southeast from Moscow, in Russia's National Republic of Bashkortostan, thousands of people gathered to protest the sentencing of Fail Aliznov, an indigenous rights activist for the local Bashkir ethnic group. He led a group called Bashkort that also protested the limestone and gold mining operations in the region. The group was outlawed as extremists in 2020, and now Aliznov has been sentenced to four years in prison on charges of inciting ethnic hatred against migrant workers. He denies the charges claiming that his words were mistranslated from his native Bashkir into Russian. The protests on Wednesday soon became violent, with 40 people injured, half of whom were police officers, and a small handful of these protesters now face up to 15 years in jail. A criminal case has been opened for mass rioting. Since the start of the war in Ukraine, Moscow has taken harsh actions to quell dissent, arresting thousands. The acting governor of Bashkortostan has accused those gathering of separatism, disguising themselves as environmental activists and being provoked by extremist separatists living abroad. A Duma deputy has accused special services in Ukraine and the Baltics for also being involved in organising the protests. And finally, in some positive science news, scientists have mapped the world's largest known deep-sea coral reef. While tropical reefs and clear shallow water are the best known, deep-sea reefs cover more of the ocean floor and provide habitats for sharks, swordfish, octopus and lots more sea creatures. The newly mapped reef extends more than 300 miles off the coast of the United States in the Atlantic Ocean. And despite being known about since the 1960s, its size and layout was unknown until now, thanks to new underwater mapping technology. One oceanographer said it was breathtaking in scale, while another said it had been right under our noses waiting to be discovered. Whatever the future may hold, it will always be important to keep yourself safe online. Fortunately, when it comes to your digital safety, NordVPN has your back. It's an unfortunate reality that online scams and phishing attacks are on the rise, with us constantly bombarded by annoying notifications and emails that we forgot we even signed up to. It's easy to click the wrong link. One seemingly innocent link can compromise security and bring things crashing down. With the protection of NordVPN, though, you can use their threat protection feature to identify potentially suspicious links. Even if you reached a suspicious website, NordVPN's data encryption tools would protect you and your data against a number of other attacks, such as malicious man-in-the-middle breaches. But if things do go wrong, NordVPN's dark web monitoring is always scanning for your compromised details across the entire internet and can even notify you before you even notice anything's gone wrong. 
So if you want to securely connect to that free Wi-Fi at your local coffee shop without worrying about someone trying to take a peek at your personal data, you can sign up for a two-year plan with a massive discount and four months free at nordvpn.com forward slash TLDR. We've been told that sometimes our viewers just open a new tab and type in the URL themselves. And while we're certainly glad that you're using the service, you only get the discount and support the channel through that link. So if you wish to get the discount and support independent journalism further, make sure you sign up using our link. That's nordvpn.com forward slash TLDR. Thanks for your support.